Mic check, mic check. Yeah, welcome back to the Vessel Podcast, where we discuss the highs and sometimes lows of getting to know God. I am your host, Leanne, and we are at episode seven. Episode seven, we're talking about friends, friends and things. And so uh, we're looking at uh, the importance of friendship and what value friendship has um, on our lives. And so, uh, but before we get to that, though, how about the new intro music? Yeah, shout out to my boy, King George Lowe. Uh, he hooked me up on um, a new intro song. So I've uh, been playing around with a few things, had a few friends working on some things for me, and this is where I kind of landed. So, um, so yeah, I hope you like it. Uh, it's pretty dope. It has my little niece on there saying The Vessel. So shout out to Aubrey J. Uh, she got her first single, you know what I'm saying? She may charge me later on, but... Uh, but no, seriously, um, I love it. I love it. I love the intro. So um, thanks again, George, um, for helping me out with that. But anyway, so we're talking about friends today on episode seven. And I have my good friend, um, you know, from back in the gap. We started uh, college together. And so we've been friends ever since. And I don't want to prolong it. Let's get right to the episode. So we're back, um, and as promised, I have um, one of my special, special, special friends um, with me today, uh, Takeda Bankhead. Welcome to The Vessel. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So Takeda and I go back, um, <laughs> way back, I mean, what, 2007, same with Turkey. Yeah, yeah, follow seven um, in college, and so best years of our lives, and um, we've been kicking it uh, tough ever since. So I'm grateful for our friendship. Um, I, I really am. So thank yeah. you. Um, so um, before I get started, though, but I, I gotta brag on you, Takeda, for just a minute. You know what I'm saying? Because I got some cool people in my circle, so I gotta let the world know. Okay. Um, <laughs> Takeda has been. First of all, she's been just an inspiration to me um uh, on so many levels but Takeda is and don't let me get your title wrong and then because you know yeah. I'd say you, I don't know whatever anyway I know you're editor-in-chief creator of the Pedestal Project so you know talk to the people about the Pedestal Project for just a second okay thank you so yeah the Pedestal Project uh is my what I consider my love letter to black women so uh it's basically an organization and an online platform that features Black women writers, and we basically are writing about Black women for Black women, speaking to Black women. Um, so our mission is to uplift Black women through restoration, validation, and affirmation. So um, we are almost up on three years now, <laughs> which is so crazy. It's, it's really good. It's cool. But um, basically what we do is offer different articles around um, just Black women, whether that's like economic empowerment, love and dating, um, spirituality, health and wellness, anything that's related to Black women. Um, Pre-COVID and hopefully during COVID, we used to offer uh, these in-person dialogue workshops, which was the Pedestal Experience Brunch Series. Um, and so that was a space only for Black women where we talked about issues that were particularly impacting Black women in a, in a very unique way. So we talked about things like perfectionism, talked about dealing with anxiety, 
um, really magnifying personal and professional self-worth. Um, and then we always end with a mini workshop so that people can build different skills um, and, and learn how to lean into being their best self and putting themselves on their own pedestal. So um, it's evolving, lots of new stuff coming within this next year. Um, and we're actually getting ready to do our yearly writers uh, application cycle. So if people are interested, the application should be opening up very soon. Awesome. Thank you for sharing it. I always, anytime I get an opportunity, I'm telling somebody, seriously, like some of my mentees and things like that to make sure they follow. Um, because it's that, for me, for me, it's that extra like motivation because it says, you know, there's somebody just like me um, that I can relate to. So um, I appreciate you for putting that into place for us. Um, for us. Uh, but anyway, so today's um, topic is on friendship. And so um, I wanted to talk, about what friendship really is, the value of friendship, um, and what role friendship has played in your life. And as we know, friendship has been around since the beginning of creation. God had friendship and companionship in mind when he created us. And so um, for you, I want to open with this question. Um, as you think about uh, the evolution of friendship in your life, um, how would you characterize a friend? So think about it in the lens of first, maybe your 18-year-old self, so your teenage self, and then your 31-year-old self, how would you characterize what a true friend is? Um, I think I've always been a person who very deeply valued friendship. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's because there's somewhat of an age gap between me and my siblings. I'm the youngest. And so I think um, because I didn't feel like I had siblings who were super close to me, my next sibling is five years older. Um, my friends in a lot of senses of the word became like a type of sibling for me um which i do still hold my friends in regard just as much as my family um they they are just as important to me i think 18 year old takita was actually planting seeds for the types of friendships that 31 year old takita would have because i think about when i was 18 um I had just joined and became a Delta. So that was 12 new friends that I had. Um, I was coming into a new school, even though a lot of, I was going to school in my hometown, but a lot of my hometown friends had gone to school in other places. And so that was me learning, I think very early, how to manage friends in proximity, but also start to manage friends that were a little bit farther away and being able to kind of keep, um, keep the effort equal in a lot of those ways. Um, I wouldn't say that I was like, I'm not going to say that I wasn't friendly, but I don't think that I necessarily was going out to seek friendships. <laughs> I think it was kind of like, if we clicked, cool. But I wasn't, I think a lot of people when they're 18, and especially if they're like on a college campus, they're like, I'm going to go make friends. I'm like, eh, if the friends come, cool. <laughs> so I think that that was, I, I, I'm not the person who's like, I'm going to go make a friend. Um, so, and I think that's because I believe that if friends tend to gravitate within our circles and we click, then we click. I don't, I don't believe in forcing friendships and anybody who knows me, you'll, you know, if we're friends and you know, if we're not. So, and, and that's not shade. That's just like, I don't believe in inauthenticity, inauthenticity in, in any type of friendship. Um, I think 31 year old Takeda has learned that, you know, friendships require some, flexibility in time in terms of you know letting life is happening to everybody 
you know, um, like a lot of my close friends are like life has happened. They've either gotten married, they've had children, you know, they've gotten a dog, maybe like me or a plant. Um, but that, that requires you to be flexible in what your friendship, you know, requires. And, and I think that that means like being able to ebb and flow with, with how life is, is moving and, and being able to still learn what your friends need. Um, and so I think, I think for me, I have, I like having a special relationship with each type of friend based on what we need from each other. Absolutely. Um, and I agree with you. Um, you know, our idea of what friends are evolves as we grow older <clears throat> and we get to know ourselves too. Mm -hmm. um, because I think for me, teenage Leanne or freshman in college Leanne took a lot of things to heart. Like if, you know, if I didn't, I, I would, beat myself up if I didn't get that text to a friend or if I didn't hear from a friend, things like that. But shoot, when you get older, you know, things are happening. And, um, you know, you and I are similar where a lot of our friends are, are definitely getting married and having those kids and creating those, uh, you know, families and things like that. And we have to just, you know, fit it in when we can. And, and they have, they, they understand that. And we have that, that good, um, that good understanding from there, but that's not easy for a lot of people, but yeah. You gotta, you gotta know what you want and what you need. Um, so, um, all right. So as we talk about characterizing friends, how would you say your friends would, uh, describe you? What type of friend are you? Mm, I don't know that it would be like a word, but I'm the friend who shows up. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that's like both literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um, and I, I honestly think that's probably a trait that I got from my mother. Um, my, my mom is very big on being able to show up for people. And if that means like being there when people need them, being, um, you know, available, being somebody who is showing support in whichever way that means, then that's, that's really important for me. Um, I think that my friends would describe me as the listener um yeah I would say that like the listener the the supporter but what's been an interesting shift is it's really important to learn how to let your friends do that for you too um you know so that that's a really that's a tough thing you know that's very much like the life life be life and, and life teaches you so you know it's it's wonderful to have the moment where you know you're you're used to being in that position of the giver the supporter but your friends want to do that for you too. And you have to make space to let them, you know, reciprocate the energy that you give them. Absolutely. Um, so Katie, you probably don't even remember this. So I'm gonna tell this quick story. Um, we were in grad school and I was finishing up and you were in your first year and I came to your apartment. Were, were you an RD during this time? Well, what was your graduate assistantship? Oh yeah, girl, I was in, yeah. I, I, I don't know. We were working on, we were co-presenting for Saxa that first year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I came to visit you, you know, doing work or whatever. And so that was like, you know, we hadn't connected because we were just at two different, you know, times of life. So anyway, we were over there catching up. And um, I just remember that was like, I think we reached new levels of our friendship because, um, you know, we had a, I was just kind of catching you up on my life and, just revealing some things to you about what I was going through and all of that. And I just remember you like literally just sitting there listening, listen to all that, that I dumped on you. And then you were able to pour back into me what I needed in that moment. And I think from that day on, I was like, yeah, this is, this is forever. Like this friendship is, this is it. Because I didn't have to 
I didn't have to explain myself. It, it, it just, it just was, you know, and I think, you know, I, I appreciated that and I needed them more than I think you will ever know um, in that moment. So, so thank you. I don't even know if you remember that, but. Um, that I don't remember the exact conversation, um, but I'm glad I was helpful. <laughs> yeah, you were helpful. So, so thank you for that. Um, so as I, as we continue this conversation, um, of course, you know, with this podcast, the platform, um, of being the vessel is, is just using what God gives us, um, and sharing it with other people. And so one of my favorite, um, chapters or, or books in the Bible is Ecclesiastes with Solomon. And Solomon tells us a lot of, he teaches us a lot of wisdom through hard truths of life. When life happens, he's kind of recounting some things that he's experienced in hopes that we won't make the same um, decisions and things and go down the same path because essentially the book is talking about, um, you know, without God, we're nothing. Uh, and so it talks about friendships. It gives us some, some um, wisdom on friendship. And in Ecclesiastes 4, um, chapter, chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, it says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either fails, his companion can lift him up. And so one of the things I admire most about you are the people that you keep in your circle. You know, they empower you, they uplift you. You talked about that. So can you tell us what is the secret to creating these solid bonds with people? You know, I don't, I wish I knew that there was like a secret uh, I I am blessed by my friends. I have some of the best friends, I think, out of anybody. I will put them up against, you know, anyone, like some of the most brilliant people, some of the most loving people, some of the most talented people. Um, I think what I have found most is that to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. Um, and I don't know that that's necessarily a secret, but I think that that has been the key. Um, and and being a good friend means, you know, being someone who who loves and, you know, it genuinely roots for their friends. Um, that's through the highs, um, but especially in the lows, too. And, and thinking about what that looks like to have genuine action behind your friendship. So, like, a, a prime example, a lot of my friends are like uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, or whatever. I'm one of the first people that's about to buy something full price from you. I don't believe in getting discounts <laughs> from friends. I don't believe, like, I'm like, no, I'm going to commission and I'm going to pay you and I'm going to tip you because, like, I believe in what you're doing. And that's, to me, it's, those are small things that I think build up to big things. Um, and being able to say, like, I know that this person believes in me. I know that this person supports me. Um, and even just beyond action, having, having, the awareness to create a space for your friends where they are not judged, where they don't feel like they can't bring their true self to me. Um, and I think that that's, that's one of the biggest things. Like I want my friends to feel safe with me because I want to feel safe with my friends. Um, and that looks, again, that looks different for everybody. Some people require more to feel safe, but I think that when you, when you think about, you know, I love this person, I, I believe friends are soulmates. We talk a lot about um, like romantic partnerships and, but I have learned, especially in my later years, some of my best friends are my soulmates. That doesn't mean that my husband won't be my soulmate too, but my best friends are some of my first loves. Those are some of my, my soulmates. And so to be able to approach friendship with that amount of love and understanding, I think makes a significantly stronger bond. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that that's what makes those types of bonds that last 10, 15, 20 years. Man, I like how you describe it. I mean, friendships is soulmates. Um, and I, I believe that too. I have, I feel like I have some of the best friends too. And I'm not afraid to say that, you know, a lot of people say, you know, oh, I had a lot of friends or I don't. No, you know. if they, if that's what they is, that's what they is. Excuse my grammar. <laughs> And I'm just like, man, I value so much uh, my friendships. And I think those that I consider friends know that um, I can't, you know, yeah, I have best friends. I, I consider certain people my best friends and things like that. But um, they add so much to my life. And, um, you know, I enjoy being around them. And they, they, you know, again, make me feel comfortable being authentically myself. And I don't have to hide or, or pretend to be something. And I've seen that in other people, like other friendships and things like that. I'd be like, ooh, I don't see how you do it. I can't do it, you know? And so anyway, so that's good. Soulmates, I like that description. Um, so transitioning, what role has God played in your friendships? I think that one thing that I am really grateful for in all of my friends is that we are all fervent believers and we all believe in the power of prayer. Um, and I think some of the people who have probably covered me most in prayer are my friends. Um, whether I know it or not, I have friends who will tell me like, I've been praying for this for you. You know, this is what's happening. I, we, I've done fast with my friends together, just if we're praying for something together. And I think, I think, again, going back to having a bond that's nurtured by safety with people who you feel like are literally tied to your soul, um, that does wonders when you are trying to pray for something. You know what I mean? I, I don't think there's anything in my life, good or bad, that I haven't had friends praying for me and that I haven't been, you know, so I think, I think we talk a lot, you know how like, there's a lot, I'll see memes and stuff about like, your grandmothers have prayed for you, like your mothers, which somebody, somebody along my ancestral line has definitely kept me covered in prayer. But in my, in my current spiritual realm, some of my biggest prayer warriors, prayer warriors outside of my, my mama and my family are absolutely my friends. And I think that that, that takes a different level of intimacy that I don't think a lot of people allow themselves to get to in, in friendship. That's it. Allow themselves to get to in friendship. I agree 100%. Um, I've received card, like random cards from my friends. That's just, I'm thinking of you. I know mm -hmm. you started school this week. Your kids came back this week, just sending some, you know, some love and prayers your way. And, and I do the same thing. Like, um, mm -hmm. there was this one instance, um, Matter of fact, Deja, she didn't mind me sharing this. Um, I've done this to a couple other friends too, um, but I took a week. I can't remember when it was. I don't know if it was before the twins came or, or when it was, but I took a week and I just wrote uh, prayers for her each each day. I wrote a prayer and then I mailed it to her. Like, and then so randomly she got this collection of prayers, you know, in the mail. Uh, cause I was thinking about it and it wasn't, I no rhyme or reason, but it's just, for me, I, I agree that prayer changes things. And when you have friends in your circle that are, you know, supporting you and are, are, you know, believers as well, it makes a world of difference for me. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. That's good. And I, I think Leanne, where we are similar is we are very much the people who were like, you fell on my spirit. I just wanted to check on you. 
you know, like we we are. I know, I know, I do that, and I know you've texted me plenty of times. Like you was just on my mind, club. <laughs> like you know, so and I, I I always believe that if somebody falls on your spirit, check on them because that's God. Um, I always believe that's God. I think that's God saying this person needs a word from you, mm. even if it's just a, a little touch, a little something. Um, because more times than not, if I've had a friend who randomly falls on my spirit especially if it's been like over the course of a couple days I call them and I'm like I don't know why but you just fell on my mind and I just want to make sure you was good and most times they need it to hear from me you know they don't they don't know why and I and you know that that could be intuition yes but I I also believe intuition is God so yes agreed um so as I'm as we're wrapping up this conversation I wanted to end on a lighter note um not that this is we weren't light. I was like, I was like, we weren't light. <laughs> I thought we was light. This was yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, a fun ending. Okay. Uh, so okay. I know you watch some TV shows, right? So okay, what you mean? Um, if you could be cast in any TV show that's centered around friendship, which one would it be and why? Okay, do I only have to pick just one? All right, I'm gonna give you I'll give you two. Because I got a feeling that I know what you're going to say, maybe, but I don't know. No, see, okay, so I thought about this for a while, right? Okay. And I cycled through a few, and I was like, so let's go back to that 18 and 31-year-old eyes, right? <laughs> so, so some of these shows, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, this is my friends for sure. And then I looked at it again, and I was like, <laughs> maybe not. So I think about shows like Insecure and Girlfriends, and I'm like, there's some lessons to be learned but maybe not quite my friendships um but I think the one that felt I think the one that felt the healthiest and felt like it had the most amount of growth was living single Mm. so I think I think living single felt because I think what was beautiful about the friendships and living single is that there was enough space for all of them to be themselves and it worked Ah. like I don't think I think that all of the friends even including like Kyle and Overton um, but especially, you know, Max, Regine, Khadijah, and Sinclair, they were all uniquely themselves and it worked. Yeah. And I don't think that there were ever any times where people, where they were trying to change each other. It was like, you just, this is what it is. Like, we know that Regine does this. We know that Khadijah does this. And, and it just worked, you know. And so when I looked at the dynamics of friendships, I think that all of my friends are very different, but I think that that's what works. Yeah. Um, and I think that that, being able to say like this is who this person is and we love them for it like that's I, and without trying to change them I feel like that's it um and then I just think that because let's see I'm also a huge Golden Girls fan I know it's not a black girl that's what I <laughs> you know I love Golden Girls um but I think I think that the quality of their friendships like and the way that they communicate with each other and how they are safe with each other to share like everything mm-hmm. um no matter what and they ride or die even if they are not getting along they still ride or die so those are some ride or die old white ladies um and i appreciate that about them so i would say living single though it's probably with honorable mention of golden girls <laughs> okay 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 I, I was thinking golden girls the whole time because i know you're a big fan um but that's good living single I I like living single um let me see I was thinking like different world because 
because they got you know it's similar too. they all were very quirky in their own ways had their own personalities um and i can really see myself fitting in you know with that little friend group there who would you be i want to know oh man don't put me on the spot um let's see what's my girl name um um freddie no, 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 not Freddie. <laughs> not Freddie. Freddie was cool, but she—they probably would have been me. You're uh, very zen, Leanne. You have to, you have to own it. <laughs> You're like nature. That is true. Kind of free spirited, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Dark skin. Um, oh, Kimberly. 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 Me and Kimberly would have been good friends. I think you know I could have you know rocked with her. I feel like I, I, I think that's who I would have been. Kimberly was a little high strung though, and you know, but she was kind of a perfectionist, you know, striving for like success. Yeah. And we know. both got some Kimberly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I related a lot to her uh, in her ambition. But um, but anyway, um, so that's all my questions I had for you. Um, uh, what you got up for the rest of the day? No, nothing much. I'm going to probably do some reading. Um, I should read for class. I was going to say I've been doing leisure reading, but I'm going to read for class too. But I've been reading a really good book. So if you all are looking for recommendations, I'm reading this book called The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. It's really good. Um, So if you're looking for, I'm trying to get back into just reading black fiction, lighter. I don't really want to read the books that are super heavy right now I need a reprieve um so I'm all about like black fiction and then one of my favorite ones that I've read recently if people are into this um I'm, I've been reading stuff by like black women authors and just trying to get get my game up there but um An American Marriage by Tayari Jones is so good so so good so I definitely recommend I just that. recently ordered um uh, Toni Morrison's collection of books um so Song of Solomon, Bluest Eye, um beloved so I said mm-hmm. I was gonna read that. I never I haven't I think I read Blue's Eyes like in college so I can't you know I never had to read that a lot of people had which I'm sad because like I didn't get introduced to Toni Morrison until way later but mm-hmm. um I'm sad that yes I should probably do that because I honestly don't think I've read some of those yeah check out Amazon she has a little book collection together but okay. um but anyway but Takita thank you again for doing this uh for talking with us about friendship um I just want you to know how much you mean to me um, and, uh, I'm so grateful to God that our, our paths cross. So, um, best of, of luck to you and all of your endeavors and all of that good stuff. So but anyway, with all of that, peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Vessel Podcast. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and click that subscribe button so that you're notified of all the new episodes. And remember, God is love. Peace.